Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast, Disinfluencer. Here we have conversations with real people that are empowering, not inspiring. We're going to disrupt what it means to live and work in the disability space. I hope you enjoy. Hello. 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 Let's go again. I was just um, talking to you and raving on about how we were having like this back and forth on Instagram and then I looked and I'm like it's really quiet and I'm like I'm either boring or you're gone (laughs) and you're gone so now you're back you're back yay yeah yeah so Megan I was saying um you know welcome to the podcast and thank you for jumping on we connected via Instagram after you heard me on two peas I believe yes yeah and um love the two peas and yeah, we kind of just got chatting um, through Instagram. You were the first person to kind of uh, give me a, a comment or um, comment, what would you call it, not a testimonial. I don't know. You had some really kind words and we just got talking yeah. and then um, next minute I'm like, we should have you on the podcast and you said yes. So here we are. So welcome. Thank you. Nice to like- be here. Awesome. I like to give um, my uh, guests a bit of a plug. So, yeah, so we had this great exchange on Instagram and, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about what you're up to. So, um, and what I'm referring to is how we connected on Instagram. Um, How long have you been listening to the GPs for? Um. Oh, I think a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, probably during the second lockdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you based it's in Victoria? How, like, in things by the lockdowns now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sydney. Well, I just did an episode because it's three years since the first lockdown, which, yeah, it's funny times yeah. marked by lockdown. Mm. Yeah. Yeah um awesome so yeah I got um I met Kate she did an event here in our town and she was phenomenal and um I'm a fan of Mandy like as I've mentioned on my podcast I'll put the link in the show notes like um and then I was um Mandy asked me to be on their podcast I'm like what and I'm like of course and then I went on and tried not to cry but it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, um, yeah, lots of new followers and lots of new connections. So, yeah, it's really great. Thanks for coming. Now, Megan, um, I've given you a bit of a plug and I usually kick off the podcast by asking people, um, you know, if I asked your people what you did for work, what would they say that you do? Uh, they would tell you I'm a support worker and I'm quite passionate about it. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. And you're a support worker for Higher Up? Yes. And you're also an ambassador, is that correct? Yes, I am. I have been for a year. Yeah, amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about what that means? Yeah, so it means I get to go to cool events like we went to Sort Kids. So that was not last weekend but the weekend before. So we got to go to that and get people to sign up to hire up and tell them what it's about. Yeah, um, amazing. Yeah, I 
currently do things like this now. <laughs> awesome. And now you're like you're going to be a podcast person too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's basically all about telling people about higher up and how much I love it. So Amazing. And how long have you been um, a support worker for higher up? Um, ooh, five years. Wow. That's ages. Yeah. That's a long time to stick around. They must be pretty yeah. It's because higher up, uh, so you, client posts a job on the online platform and then you apply for the job and if the connection's right, then you keep going. Sometimes yeah. the connection's not quite right and you move on. But other times, like, I have clients I've worked with for over three years. Yeah, wow. Yeah. (laughs) And, Megan, if we can jump into it, like, if we, like, what we've been talking about over on our um, DMs, um, the reason why you're a support worker, um, you know, you said, and this is everything that what I'm trying to talk about is you can do work you love, but you can also do work that works around you because you also have a disability yourself. Exactly. Often, even as a support worker, like I found that higher up's great because they don't look at me and go, oh, you don't drive. So I'm like, yeah, but I have this public transport training that I can do with people quite well. Like, you know. Okay, wait, um, you need to tell us about that first. What is public transport training? Can you tell us okay. about that? So that is um, teaching people to catch public transport, basically. It's called travel training. Um, uh, yeah, it's just all these little nuances that most people don't think about. But if you have a disability, you have to think about it a little bit more. So just going, okay, well, I'll sit here because then I can see that the bus sign says, yes, it's going to stop when I've pressed the button. I know I've pressed it correctly. Okay, I know what time it's coming because I've looked up on TripView like Megan taught me to or I've looked on Google Maps and I signal the bus, I thank the bus driver because it's nice. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just these little things or, you know, knowing how to read a bus sign or knowing where the board is to look at what time the next train is to Hornsby and knowing that Hornsby is after Epping or the stops, you know, on the way so you don't get confused. Often people will think, oh, B for bus. It's like, well, yeah, but it's also that is B for bus. That's not stand B. So you have to, like, teach them that right. yes. it's stand B under bus. So... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that makes so much sense. We take so many things for granted, um, don't we? We can just 
do all these yeah. things, access things where um, people with disabilities, like I'm, as you're saying all that, I'm just thinking about my son. We, he's 15 and he's starting to, um, we want him to get a bus and there's a bus that like a, you know, those free buses that go around town and they're going to start doing some, um, you know, not practising, but they're going to start getting on the bus like, everyone else yeah. just accessing that public transport to have access to community and go out and do all those things and I think um yeah that that all kind of makes sense I imagine that's what they, he's doing it through school but yeah like those things are so important for people with disabilities to know that and have like those nuances like you said so they can access the community and they can get out and about if they don't drive so yeah that's phenomenal yeah. And to not be reliant on their parents driving them places. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're not a kid anymore. Like there is going to be a point where they are not a kid anymore and they should be able to do what everyone else is able to do, which is go out, see their friends if they want to, not have to check in with their parents Hey, can are you available to drive me on Saturday morning? Because I want to go have coffee with a friend. They can just go, bye, mum. See ya. I'll be back. You know, at two or whatever. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Oh, I love that so much, Megan. Well, how many? Like, what? Can you give us like a breakdown of your day or your week? How does that work for you? How yeah. does it kind of go? Um, yeah. So. Oh, during the week. So today I had someone that I went to the shops with. Like I travel trained her and now I'm so proud of her. Yeah. So we went to the library. Um, you know, and I know I'm just so proud when they let her. I'm like, yes, go, go. Um, but yeah, and she's just like, we had really good conversations because we're trying to work on conversation skills now that she's mastered public transport. <laughs> I was like, oh, did you know that route? And she was like, no, but, you know, I walked with someone else to the station and I kind of knew my way from there. I'm like, killing it. Awesome. So, so proud. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then other days I'm – helping someone get up in the morning, um, which is quite good because then I get to walk the massive greyhound that I have. (laughs) And then in the afternoon I go to what used to be after school, but what is now, because he's mastered it too, um, doing after noon activities after his uh, free work program, which he's mastered how to get to and from almost like he's almost walking home by himself from it. I'm like, uh, and then Fridays it's catching the train with someone in the afternoon after doing the morning with an older lady that needs personal care. Um, and like meal prep and her meal prep is making smoothies with a recipe. And I'm like, I can do that. I'm a terrible cook, but I can do that. (laughs) 
Yeah. Is it the same, like, would that be the same week in, week out, or is it always changing? Um, it tends to be kind of the same week in, week out, but some clients need you for a couple of months and then they're all good, or they need you for like a year because they're getting through school for a like the last year of school or, you know, one of their other support workers is on holidays. So they're like, oh, cool, you're available. Can you come work with me for a couple of weeks? I'm like, sure. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So, Megan, what did you do before you were a support worker, can I ask? Yeah, so I... um. I was in rec, so I helped do activities at a nursing home and then I got my set four in letter and health and I was doing work experience for that at Alloa Children's Hospital. Yeah. And I got a job there and they told us that everything is an activity and the more I worked with the kids at the children's hospital, like it's a small kids' hospital um, for people with complex disability. And I was like, oh, I love this more because these kids are working on their goals and I can see them progress and I just love that. And then support work kind of became a thing and I was like, okay, I'm in. (laughs) I want to do more. It sounds like you've had some really great clients and you've really, like, seen the impact of your work with them and the goals yeah. that they've achieved, yeah. And as yeah. I built up with Higher Up, I was like, okay, well, I think I've grown more with Higher Up than I ever could with the Little Children's Hospital. That were yeah. lovely. Yeah. And I was like, I'm learning more with Higher Up because every client is different. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Well, thanks for sharing that, Megan. I think um, that's why I wanted you on the podcast because I don't think um, we really hear from any support workers and, you know, that's what this is about, talking, you know, when we talk about people with disabilities, whether they're young or old, like they're not a single entity. There's support workers, there's their health team, there's the family, there's the community, there's the public transport like there's all the things, right? And I think, yeah. um, you know, support workers, like I think of the support workers that I've had and the things that they've kind of um, done, like it's always so varied. Like um, Josh gets some support in home and then he gets some support out of home and then a bit of transportation as well. And like I said, working on his goals now um, to access public transport um, is really important. So it's really great to hear that there's programs and people out there supporting um, people in the community achieve that because it's so important. It's, I, I think you've just, even though I live it and I know it, it just reminds me so much um, of how much we take it for granted. Like with Disinfluencer, I've been saying, um, you know, people with disabilities, like you just said, they still need to eat okay, they might not sit down and eat a baked dinner, 
but they might have need a smoothie. So it's like yeah, exactly different, same, same, right? So it's like we yeah. we need to have these conversations because you know, okay, someone might need help getting personal care in the morning, getting ready, getting dressed, yeah. brushing their hair, brushing their teeth. Yeah. Like everyone has to do these things, and people with disabilities um, and the support they need varies. But I think not talks about that because it's not um like we don't it's not it's not that it's not sexy that's not where I'm going with that what I'm trying to say yeah. is that I well I feel the whole point of this conversation and this podcast and I've just done another interview with someone else today as well is to have these conversations to take these conversations so when we people with disabilities okay you might have someone like yourself who doesn't drive but you can still get around right so it's like not what you can't do what you can do and how can we accommodate that and make that work for you and for us and yeah yeah, I feel like these conversations are so important because I don't I haven't that's why I started my podcast like I don't hear these conversations so I want to have these conversations with people and take it mainstream to you know, I hope make a more inclusive environment and give people a bit more understanding so they're more, they have more empathy and are more inclusive. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing because I think I'm sure people in their local community can see people that are being supported and, and how important our support workers are as well. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know, it's just such a joy to watch people grow and be able to grow because the NDIS has its faults and it has its things it needs to work on, but the point is that we're allowing people with disability to live lives that everyone else gets to live. <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, too, the NDIS and... Um, services like higher up are really great because they're so innovative yeah like it was set up by laura and jordan o'reilly because their sibling was just like they kept having different people come and support him and sometimes they'd be good sometimes they'd be not so good yeah i mean you just have all these people crop up and they wouldn't know them they wouldn't trust them like okay so they set up higher up so that like we'd know each other so that there would be that connection and their rates are a bit low as well um so people can afford a bit more support and support workers get paid you know decently for what they do um and yeah I just find because I have ADHD and cerebral palsy um so sometimes my own energy levels drain a bit easier than the average person so if I'm doing two hours with the one person then I can concentrate a lot better I'm doing two hours in the morning and then I'm doing 
two hours in the afternoon or three or four hours in the afternoon, I'm like, oh, it's so much better. I get a brain break. I get to just focus on one person at a time and do what they're doing that day with them. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I think it's really important, that consistent care, because I think, too, with us, you know, when you have a support worker, like they're coming into our home. Yeah. And they're coming into our life. So you want to have someone that you can trust and, yeah, they're in your home Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah, it's really interesting. And I think I've got, um, I call her my Mary Poppins, my support worker, um, she's been with us for so long before uni. She's actually finished uni now. And I've asked her to be on the podcast because she was just saying as well, kind of like you, that um, she found herself, she's a nurse, so she's found herself working in the dementia ward at hospital just, I don't mm. know, because she's a nurse at the hospital. And then she she loves it, absolutely loves it. And now she's doing yeah. some further study for dementia care and I was talking to her about it. I'm like, oh, that is so amazing. Like it makes sense. And yeah. she's like, well, I think because I've worked with um, so many kids with disabilities, um, mm. the dementia ward wasn't a challenge for me because I've got the, and she's she is beautiful, um, I've, she's got the empathy and the patience. Yeah. So it's not like a chore to go work on that ward. She actually enjoys it. And yeah. thrives in it. And now she wants to kind of, I think she's been nursing for about two years now. And she's done like, a, you know, I guess as nurses do in the hospital, do a bit of everything in different wards. But she's actually looking at some further study now and will really um, specialise that. And I just thought that was so phenomenal. That was so beautiful because, um, you know, she has had that experience just like yourself. You know, you kind of do things because it's a job, but then, you find that, hang on a minute, this is actually something, you know, I enjoy. Like we talk about working and especially um, the episode with Leanne Weber I just recorded today, you know, she's the same. It's like we, why does work have to be so draining and so hard and so full of hustle and grind? Like why can't work be something we do where we're in flow and then like you said um having you know having the energy to actually do what we need to do and why do we have to work for eight hours a day like everything you said like it's just it really resonates with me because I um I've kind of always worked a bit ad hoc and random around especially around Josh um you know he had um hemodialysis for he was four when he was four for nine months and I just sat in a hospital and I was working on my laptop and I remind myself that that was such a privilege but then when my daughter was born I just couldn't work for so long I just didn't have the energy to to do anything I just I needed to have some time off um to like mentally and physically recover from that so um and I was just saying today like I just don't have the stamina like I used to but I think I don't want to have the stamina like I used to either. I don't want to work crazy. So, um, yeah, that all kind of really makes sense to be able to, you know, work around. And that's kind of, you know, again, entrepreneurship, 
as an option yeah. for employment, like you're kind of like your own little mini business really. So you can yeah. kind of choose, like pick and choose. Yep. And higher up is the only one that you don't have to do your own paperwork for it. <laughs> so when yeah, I'm done, amazing. I submit the shift and they deal with the paperwork. And I'm like, yeah. brilliant. There's also people that I can actually you know, get training from, they do wonderful Zoom sessions where we have training and we have a Facebook page. We can just ask each other questions and check in Yeah, rather than just me being on my own and going, oh, that was a particularly hard one and I don't feel equipped. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so it sounds like you've got access to support to you, like in a community as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, Megan. Well, that's awesome. All right, we're going to jump into our rapid-fire questions to wrap up. This has been such a great conversation. Love it. Now, um, I've got three things that that you're into. It could be work or life-related, so um, something you do to unplug, Netflix, um, show you're binging. Like what's three things that you're into that help with your work life or to unplug or something you're enjoying at the moment? Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I have a greyhound. Well, we have a greyhound. I'm married um, as of seven months ago. So, oh, congratulations! Um, but yeah, thank you. So I have we have a dog uh, that I take for walks in the morning. He's very vocal about it. <laughs> funny, but yeah, I walk him and I also use an app to get my body stronger and just do workouts on that Um, because, yeah, like the stronger I am, the better my body works, the better I can do my job. Um, Yeah, I like doing puzzles, uh, watching historical drama while I do them quite often. (laughs) Amazing. Um, yeah, singing. I love singing. I'm a soprano, so oh, I wow. I do choral singing mostly. Yeah, it's really awesome. really fun. <laughs> um, I have to ask you if you have a work challenge at the moment, but it sounds like work is thriving for you at the moment. Yeah. Well, I think the only challenge is like finding new clients when it's time to find new clients. Yeah. Um, like once you've developed those connections, it's really easy. But I think a lot of people have trouble like just getting those first couple. Yeah. But once you, yeah, once you've established things, it's like okay, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting because you say that from a support worker's point of view, but I think you know, with my business hat on, that's like business too. Like the first few are your hardest to get. Yeah. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Now, Megan, if you had a podcast, what would it be called and what would it be about? Ooh. I don't know. Um, (sighs) Most people say. Open-minded. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I guess open-minded 
because I'm always trying to listen to other voices and see things from other perspectives. Um, yeah. That is a podcast that I would listen to. Awesome. Uh, Megan, considering everything we've talked about in this um, conversation today, is there anything, like we're not asking you to give anyone advice or anything, but is there anything, um, one thing from this interview that you would like our listeners to action? Yeah, probably um, just do with being you and be okay with being you. Like wow. it's okay to listen to your own body and your own brain and just go, okay, I need this. I need to stop telling myself everyone else doesn't need this though. It's like, yeah, but everyone else struggles with their own things and they're not you. <laughs> wow, that's some powerful words of wisdom there, Megan. Thank you. Um is there anything else we need to cover? Do we need to give higher up a bit of a plug or anything? Um, I, I think we've talked about them a lot, but any? Yeah. Um, yeah, so higher up we do things like it's basically support workers helping you with whatever's going on that day. We're not therapists. We're not counsellors. We just kind of come alongside you, help you with your therapy exercises or you're accompanying you doing the shopping or tidying your house or, you know, getting out and about, seeing your friends, that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, like applying for jobs, <laughs> doing yeah. your job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put some, I'll get some um, links yeah. and I'll put all that in the show notes. But, yeah, yeah, that's about it. it. So, yeah. um, amazing, Megan. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a great conversation. Um, I'm really glad we connected and we'll keep um, having our little DMs on Insta. And um, I've seen, I can't wait to, I've got your photo up. I think you need to send us another photo with the dog. What's the dog's name? Toe Beans. Toby? No? Toe Beans. Beans. Yep. Yep. Toe Beans, toe because he's got toe beans. He's <laughs> <laughs> really awesome. missing one. I'll have to send you Greyhound Rescues link. Actually, though, they're awesome. They match this up, and I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, send yeah. us the links for that. Yeah, we'll put it in. So they, yeah, they match you up with a greyhound, and it's it's great. It's fabulous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've never heard of that. That is that in Victoria or a national? Um, no, it's in Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's heaps of like rescue ones, but that's the only one I've come across where they actually match you up properly. Yeah, that's interesting. I'll have to check that out. Thanks. I'll put that yeah. in the show notes for our listeners too. So yeah, yeah. Awesome, Megan. Well, that has been a great conversation. Thanks for being on the podcast, and um, yeah, we'll speak to you again soon. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find us here on the podcast and on Instagram at disinfluencer.co. That's also our website, which isn't live yet, but you can check it out anyway. 
Don't be shy. Slide into our DMs if you'd like to be on the podcast, if you have a podcast recommendation for us or want us to be on an interview with you. Let us know. Bye. Thank you.